question for two on the end. I'm going to start with you first. Uh, it's just two questions for the quick one. They're all going to sound very different. In light of uh, the differences, the fact that I'm seeing a lot more of those who are not from your community that didn't know the story, what's the responsibility now that was out there, the stories out there, to change from ever happening again? And I want to ask on the end was about um, media's changing. You know, newspapers don't be lobby anymore. That type of print is, is going out of style. So with podcasting, um, should we like start making some rules for uh, telling stories like this? And what your opinion is on that? But I, I really like. I mean, especially with you know just reform. So we, uh, those I know that that's part of the answer, and, and we're not going to be able to come up with it tonight. But as a consumer of these podcasts and consumer of media, what is our responsibility in that? Uh, we can come up with a nice, simple answer. We have to care about people that don't look like us. Yes. yes. As far as the way the media is changing and whether we should have rules, that was your question? Yeah, I mean, like journalism, you, you have to have a set source, you have to, you know, yeah. those kinds of rules apply to telling a story in a newspaper because you can be found liable at some point. Oh, yeah. But, you know, with it changing into this format, you know, and it's being consumed so rapidly, you know, there are great podcasts sometimes out there that tell about story, that don't do their own Yeah, I don't know who would be responsible for making that list, but I do think that one of the problems with true crime reporting in general has always been a lack of standards, especially in the Zodiac case. You know, people will say anything. And technology has a tendency to bring out the worst in people, at least in the beginning. And so I think there should be some responsibility, some ethical stewardship in that regard. You know, true crime is skyrocketing in interest right now. And that means that many more people are being exposed to it than ever before. That also means that it needs to be done much more responsibly since you have a much bigger audience. I think that one of the problems we're seeing right now with the internet is that you know, anybody can put anything they want on the internet. And uh, you don't mind me saying this, uh, anybody who knows me knows that I'm guilty of constantly quoting George Carlin all the time. But, uh, he made a great joke once about people who are not all there upstairs, about a guy who claimed that the King of Sweden was using him as a transmitter to send meatloaf recipes to Marvin Hamlish and Soupy Sales, and how a guy like that would want to give him his own radio show. That's kind of where YouTube is right now. Um, and a lot of the internet is that way. So there should be a renewed responsibility, and then I think for the listeners, for people who are listening to True Crime, hopefully this renewed interest will manifest itself in support for law enforcement to give them the resources they need to help solve cases, sexual assaults, assaults, homicides, because, you know, wouldn't it be great if we could make true crime stories obsolete? So I hope that this isn't just entertainment. I hope that it becomes a sort of social responsibility and social awareness to help law enforcement solve these cases because what we've seen is you know there's thousands of backlogs of DNA rape kits all over the country and maybe somewhere in those backlogs is a serial killer 
And if they can find that person, they can solve a case and maybe save someone's life. So hopefully the standard of true crime won't just be that it's entertaining, but that it's ethical, that it's responsible, and that it's socially aware. I hope that's a good answer to your question.